0: Welcome to The Profit Podcast. Everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long. With your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Profit Podcast. Thursday, September 16th. We've got Thursday night football. Tonight, we've got the Washington football team versus the New York Giants. But more importantly, my intramural co-rack flag football team. Our first scrimmage is tonight. We're facing off against another team. Uh, uh, I don't really know what the rules are. So this, this scrimmage is very important as our first game is next Thursday at 730. Uh, we got one scrimmage to, to work out who's going to play what positions, figure out if anyone's fast or tall. Uh, I'll keep you all updated about the flag league, uh, but but that is tonight also, which honestly, where will the quarterback play be better? Taylor Heineke and Daniel Jones or this intramural co flag football scrimmage? It will probably be fairly comparable. I'll compare my stats afterwards, see where I stand. But we're going to break down the Thursday night game, and then we're also going to break down the first part of the week two matchup starts and sits, booms and busts. As always, I like hopping right into it. So Giants, Washington, who are we starting on the Giants side of the ball? Are we starting Daniel Jones? Heck no. He's not a good quarterback. Two turnovers guaranteed. Um, He's just, Daniel Jones is a bad player. He's not good. It didn't pan out. It didn't work. Can we move on? Can we admit that? He's a turnover machine. He's just a bad football player. And I don't know why people keep making excuses for him when he's literally, I don't know if there's a quarterback in the NFL that I would rank below him at this point. At this point, he might be the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. So no, I'm not starting him. Saquon, are we starting Saquon? No, we're not. We're not starting Saquon. You shouldn't have drafted him. Three points last week. 2.6 yards per carry. He's going against a tough rush defense against the Washington football team. Uh, Only 10 attempts last week. That should go up a little bit, but I'm not expecting a lot of productivity. And I probably wouldn't be starting Saquon Barkley in a 12-man league this week, which sounds crazy, but you're already benching your first-round pick. It was a mistake to draft him. Don't let him destroy your lineup. Don't start Saquon this week. We have to see something before we have confidence in him again. Sterling Shepard, are we starting? Um, if your team's terrible, sure, you can start Sterling Shepard. Uh, nine targets, which is nice. One hundred thirteen yards and a touchdown. Now, one of those was kind of uh, shouldn't have been a big touchdown. The defense just failed in tackling him. He didn't really do anything spectacular. Washington's a tough matchup, though. Uh, this offense could just be bad enough that he doesn't see a lot of production, but he is startable. Kenny Galladay isn't very startable. Low, low end wide receiver three. The issue here is Daniel Jones is trash. So it really, the, the stinkiness of Daniel Jones carries over to the receivers. Uh, Taylor Heineke, you're not starting him. Antonio Gibson, you're starting, of course. Do I think he's going to have a massive night? I think he won't have a massive night, but I think he'll have a very solid night. You know, 80 yards on the ground, 25 yards through the air, and hopefully a touchdown. That's what we were missing last week. Uh, But Gibson, solid, solid start. Terry McLaurin. Can this guy get a quarterback? Can't he just get a quarterback who's not... not... terrible? Four receptions, four for four, 62 yards last week against the Chargers. He has a better matchup this week, probably against the Giants. Heineke is in We I don't know what, what I think of Heineke. Is he a better option for McLaurin than uh, than Fitzpatrick? In the games McLaurin has played with Heineke, he's done well. He's performed well with Heineke. So I don't think it's really a downgrade for McLaurin, uh, essentially. So McLaurin, yes, we're starting. Do I think he'll do better than last week? Yes, I'm expecting around 16 points from Terry McLaurin. Nothing incredible. He's, 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 the Giants have some good defenders, but James Bradbury, you know, I think he'll, I think he'll do pretty well though. We're just going to hope for a touchdown. Logan Thomas, he's a must start tight end uh, because he's one of the few tight ends who actually gets the ball. 30 yards and a touchdown. He's done well with Heineke as well. Of course, they're starting him. Not many boom players in this game. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence that anyone in this game will really have a remarkable performance. And only the, the the main bust is Saquon. We are not starting him. 50 yards, no touchdowns. He'll get you five to eight fantasy points, depending on your format. All right, Jameis Winston. Will he fall back to earth? He probably will a little bit. I uh, he's he's startable as a streaming option, but I'm not starting him over. You know any quarterback you drafted, same as Darnold. I see them still as streaming options. Now, if Jameis continues to produce high numbers and passes a test against a good defense, then sure he might become a weekly start. But right now, I still see him as a streaming option. Camara McCaffrey, here we go. Finally, some some good players that can go boom. Camara and McCaffrey. Both should see 20-plus points. McCaffrey is an absolute freak of nature, 187 yards. He had 27 points last week without a touchdown. Uh, McCaffrey will continue this tear of dominance, and Kamara will also be very, very good. He had 18 points, and uh, I I would expect more involvement on the ground this week against Carolina. Uh, Last week kind of just got out of hand fast, so they didn't have to rely on him too much, but Kamara... This should be a closer game than the the Packers-Saints game. That was kind of weird. Kamara, 20, 25 points as well. The only wide receivers I'm starting in this are uh, are the Panthers guys, just because I don't have any confidence in any of the New Orleans Saints guys. Some of them came down with big plays and touchdowns, but three receptions isn't enough for me to say starting him. You now it was a 60-yard touchdown, yes, but when, when 95% of your fantasy points are coming from one play, I'm a little nervous. I don't have any confidence in any of those receivers on Carolina's side. DJ Moore, he's a he's a solid uh, RB two at this point, fifteen points. Robbie Anderson, you're hoping for a big play. You can probably get it. Uh, kind of boomer bust wide receiver too as well, but I would start him and Terrace Marshall. Uh, Keep stashing him on the bench. The breakout will come soon. I don't think it'll be this week though, but but bench it, stash him. All right, Cincinnati and Chicago. Finally, some players that I actually have strong feelings about. Joe Mixon will continue his strong start to the season against Chicago. I think Joe Mixon puts up 23 to 27 fantasy points this week against the Chicago Bears. And I think David Montgomery has another great game against Cincinnati. That rush defense isn't the strongest. David Montgomery, 20 points. So both Mixon and Montgomery go boom this week with 20 points or more. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. I'm not playing Boyd, but I am playing Higgins and Chase. I think Jamar Chase is my favorite receiver right now in this batch. He has the most upside, and he was targeted heavily last game. Seven targets, five receptions, and he has the most upside as a big play guy. Now, Chicago, are we starting any of the wide receivers? You got to start Allen Robinson, but it's tough. The Bears didn't attempt to pass more than 15 yards downfield last week, which is unheard of, unprecedented. Um, But Allen Robinson is a must-start. I'm not saying he'll have a great game, but I expect double-digit points at least, you know, 15 points from Robinson. That's how I'm feeling there. Houston, we got some more boom players. Nick Chubb is going to have a massive game. Here's the first, like, fide boom performance. Nick Chubb, 150 yards, two touchdowns. That I think he will go absolutely crazy against Houston. He went absolutely crazy last week on Kansas City, 5.53 rush uh, yard, attempts yards per carry, two touchdowns. Uh, he will have another massive game, even better though, against this Houston defense that I don't think is very good. Mark Ingram, startable low end uh, RB two, higher end RB three flex play. But uh, this is a tougher matchup for Houston, so I'm not looking to start him. But if you just lost your your RB1 or something went on, uh, yeah, Mark Ingram is startable. But Nick Chubb, massive performance. That's the only player I'm going to talk about there. The rest is pretty standard. Uh, moving on to Rams and Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor, you're starting him. Daryl Henderson, you're starting him. I, I'm not expecting anything massive out of these guys so far. I, I just don't have any like I don't know. Jonathan Taylor, 18 points he'll probably get, it. which is good, but it's not anything out of the ordinary. That's kind of what you expect. Henderson, 15 points. You're hoping for a second touchdown. Stafford, of course, he's startable. Uh he's he's a solid qb won 24 points last week against Chicago. Now Indianapolis. He's great. We know that. Uh Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. You're starting Cooper Cup. You're starting Robert Woods, most likely. Uh yeah, I mean, there just isn't anything to say about this game. Yeah. The the guys you think will do well, I think will do well too. Not not any not any hot takes there. Now Jacksonville, Denver, we've got a few more hot takes, kinda. Javante Williams, I think uh this this is the breakout week against Jacksonville Jets. Uh, Jacksonville, uh, he had 14 attempts last week. He completely split the workload with Melvin Gordon in terms of snaps. He actually had more rushing attempts. Now, Melvin Gordon did break off the big run, uh, which really boosted his, his numbers. Apart from that, he wasn't very good. Uh, Javante Williams, though, uh, I think he continues to get the, uh, the work, the usage. And I think this week or next week is, okay, Javante Williams has arrived. He's startable every week. Uh, now, now this week, Williams uh, or Gordon will still be involved heavily based on what he did last week. But I think Jacksonville's defense is bad enough that Javante Williams might actually be startable. You know, sixty-five yards, a touchdown. We're looking at twelve to fifteen points from Javante Williams this week, which would be nice. That would be good to see from the rookie. Uh, so, not exactly a boom, but the start of a boom season for Javante Williams. DJ Chark, we're starting. He's the wide receiver one in his offense. 12 targets. Absolutely amazing. And then LaVisca Chenault, I'm also starting nine targets. uh, Chenault and Chark are must-starts. And and Marvin Jones, honestly, you can start. He's lower end. He's more... I I don't know. He doesn't feel as safe to me as Chark and Chenault right now. Uh, Cortland Sutton, I don't really know if I like starting him. Um, I really don't like many of the pass-catching options on Denver. It's just not a very great passing team. So you probably have better options. Buffalo-Miami, Miles Gaskins will have another slow game to panic fantasy owners. And it's not going to be because he's bad. It's just going to be a slow, low-output game for both offenses, I think, again. Look, Buffalo's defense is tough. They're a tough defense. And Gaskin, he should do about what he did last week against New England, about 12 points. You'd hope for a touchdown. I don't think he gets it. I think the touchdown, once again, goes to Jalen Waddle. Waddle is a great rookie wide receiver, and I think that he won't be fantasy startable this week against Buffalo, but... I think that if the touchdown is uh, through the air, it will probably go to Waddle or Gasicki. I'm not really starting any of the offensive weapons for Miami this week, though. I think Buffalo's defense will kind of handle them. Uh, Now, Devin Singletary looked great on the ground, six yards per carry. Um, It's his backfield mostly, and I think he's startable as a low-end RB2 because uh, Josh Allen has the potential to take an equal line touchdowns. But he's a good enough running back. And I think Miami's defense isn't super great uh, defending the run. Uh, That's how I'm feeling about it right now. So Devin Singletary actually would start. Josh Allen should have a very strong performance against Miami. Uh, Much better than last last week. Last week was just a pretty slow game. All righty. Jets, New England. This one I'm much more... I think New England wins. I, I'm, I'm out on the Jets this week. I think their offense completely collapses. I think Zach Wilson gets the Bill Belichick rookie quarterback treatment, throws a few interceptions, puts up, you know, 160 yards, two picks, and that's, that's the end of the game. Ty Johnson, Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman, none of them are startable. Corey Davis, he had a great game last week, but I am fading him this week against New England. I just don't want to start a Jets player against New England with a rookie quarterback. Uh, now, New England, Mac Jones... Uh, he would be serviceable as a low, low end uh, QB two. You don't, you're not in a position where you have to start him. Damian Harris and James White. Uh, Harris looked very good until he fumbled and lost them the game. Uh, I still think that he's startable as a flex or RB three against this Jets defense. He should be able to have a pretty good game. Jacoby Myers targeted nine times for six receptions. I think he's startable. Nelson Aguilar, he's my favorite wide receiver on this team, though I think he's the best wide receiver. Seven targets, five receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. Look for similar numbers from Aguilar this week against the Jets. The Jets' defense is pretty darn bad, and Aguilar should have his way with about 16 to 20 fantasy points, and uh, Jacoby Myers is more of a 10 to 15-point guy, but both pretty safe options. All right, finally, game where I've got some more strong feelings. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles take on San Francisco. Jalen Hurts will have another massive performance to start off the season. 27 points against Atlanta. Now, this is his first real performance against a a real team. Blah, blah, blah. All the haters making excuses for being low on Jalen Hurts, even though he's an incredible quarterback who runs. Jalen Hurts, um, 200 yards passing, I expect. Uh, probably two throwing touchdowns, and then I expect like seventy yards on the ground and a rushing touchdown for a really productive game. Let me get out. Let me get out the Ti eighty four and, and figure out what number that would put him at. Two hundred passing is going to be eight points right there. Two passing touchdowns is eight points. So he's at sixteen plus seven plus six for the the rushing yards. 29 points. The TI-84 doesn't lie. 29 points. And that wasn't like a a super bold prediction. That's 200 yards passing. That's very reasonable for Jalen Hurts. That rushing ability gives him such easy upside. 29 points for Jalen Hurts against San Francisco. He goes kaboom. Miles Sanders should also be very good against San Francisco. They just got shredded by Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Sanders looked great against the Atlanta opening game. He was involved as a receiver as well, which was exciting to see. He is a starting RB1 in fantasy this week, top 12 performance. Elijah Mitchell, I'm fading a little bit. Uh, and Trey Sermon, I am. I'm happier about him, but I'm not really confident starting either this week just because we don't know how that workload will pan out. If you have to start one, it's Mitchell as a flex RB3. However, I don't have confidence that he'll, you know, see 89% of the, the the snap share at the running back position this week with Trey Sermon in the mix. Devontae Smith. I think he has another great game. 8 for six, seventy one and a touchdown last week. Solid, solid start to his career. I think he puts up another 70 yards and a touchdown uh, against the San Francisco defense for a solid, you know, 20-point game. I think Devontae Smith... Is a really good wide receiver. And I don't think it's going to take him any time to adjust to the NFL level at all. So Devontae Smith goes boom, I guess, uh, and puts up 20 points against San Francisco. Now, Debo Samuel, he, you, you got to start him at this point after a 30-point game. 189 yards and touchdowns. Solid wide receiver too, with, as we saw, massive upside. Now, <sighs> Ayuk will be more involved. So we're sure, surefield. it's very rare that A wide receiver, he saw 53% of the passing targets went to Debo Samuel, which is completely, it's a statistical outlier at the end of the day. However, the fact that he he is capable of those outliers is enough to put him into the wide receiver two conversation now. So I'm starting him. Ayuk and Sherfield. you got to wait and see them actually produce before throwing them into your lineup. Vegas versus Pittsburgh. Here we go. Another boom player, Najee Harris goes kaboom with 120 yards, a touchdown, and another five receptions for 40 yards. Najee Harris finishes this week as a top eight running back. He will have a great game against Vegas. Vegas got gashed by Tyson Williams. They're about to get gashed by Najee Harris, and their offense isn't fast enough to boat race Pittsburgh so that Najee Harris isn't getting ground. No, this could be a ground and pound game. And Najee Harris will 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 make everyone who's panicked feel very good about not selling him low and make everyone feel bad for not buying low. So, so Najee Harris, I'm all in this week. Top eight performance coming up for the rookie. Josh Jacobs, not starting. Not, 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 no, 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 no. Two touchdowns. That's where all his fantasy points came from. He scored 12 points from, from touchdowns and 17 points in total. And he's banged up. Pittsburgh defense is tough. Not starting Josh Jacobs. Kenny Drake, not really... Uh, uh, well, if... In PPR leagues, Kenyon Drake has more appeal to me than Jacobs does. I'll say that. Low-end RB3 flex. Brian Edwards came through with 12 points. Almost a massive game if he had if he had scored that touchdown at the end, that which he was very close to scoring. Five targets, four receptions, 81 yards. He's a flex play that is a good flex play. Henry Ruggs, he's he's not even worth rostering at this point until he does something. Hunter Renfro seems to be uh the other the other wide receiver to own. Hunter Renfro and Brian Edwards, both of them are flex options. Darren Waller is the main receiver in this in this offense. 19 targets. Oh. 19 targets for Darren Waller. As long as he's doing that, neither Brian Edwards or, or Renfro will have a massive breakout just because Waller is commanding such a massive share of the targets. I mean, Derek Carr threw the ball, uh, 30, 34 completion. It, it's ridiculous. how how involved Darren Waller is. But Edwards and Renfro flex plays, but Waller is the guy. So we talked about Najee Harris going kaboom. Deontay Johnson should have a solid game. He's the wide receiver one. Claypool's the big play, wide receiver two, and Juju's just the guy who kind of gets the scraps uh, slot. I'm not starting Juju. Uh, The only wide receiver that I have confidence starting is Deontay Johnson. But but yeah, in this game, the main storyline will be Najee Harris going absolutely wild. All right, Minnesota, Arizona, Kyler Murray once again puts up thirty fantasy points. We got another kaboom performance. Uh, it doesn't seem like a kaboom performance because, in my opinion, it's a gimme. But Minnesota lost to Joe Burrow. Kyler Murray is going to make them look silly. He's gonna he's gonna just torch them, uh, and they might put up more points than what Tennessee did. So he might actually have to even run more and throw more. Because by the end, he wasn't doing much. You know, only 289 passing yards. The yardage just wasn't that high because they, they didn't need it to be. But the touchdowns were there. Uh, absolutely insane. Five touchdowns against Minnesota. I think he can have an even better game. All right. The running back position, Chase Edmonds. He's an RB2. He is in PPR leagues, at least. In a PPR league, Chase Edmonds is a solid RB2. Expecting a pretty decent game from him. Delvin Cook should have a good game, as always. 20 to 25 points from Delvin Cook. The only player I want to really highlight as a boom is Justin Jefferson. Last week, he had 12 points. It was very, very close to being a lot more. He was down at like the half-inch line on a long t- what should have been touchdown. He played a really good game. Five receptions on nine targets for 71 yards. Just didn't get the touchdown. He should have had one, though. And against Arizona, I think he'll get it. So, so Justin Jefferson goes boom. He, he puts up 100 yards and a touchdown, reminding fantasy owners why they drafted him so early. Phelan must start, but I'm, once again, a little lower on him than Justin Jefferson. He's way more touchdown dependent. And I think more of the touchdowns go to Delvin Cook. I think it gets spread out a bit more. So Justin Jefferson, kaboom. Rondale Moore, I think, will also have a really good game. He showed us that he's an athletic freak. Uh ten or five targets, four receptions, sixty eight yards. If you watched him play, every time he got the ball, it was just exciting. Just exciting to see him move. He moves in a different way. He looks like he's, you know, his speed ratings all the way up to 99%. Hopkins, of course, starting, but 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 the 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 boom performance that people aren't expecting will be from Rondale Moore. Christian Kirk, I think, will disappoint a little bit. And then Rondale Moore will go 60, 70 yards and score. I think Rondale Moore is startable this week. All righty. We've got only a few more games left, but I'm going to save them for the sake of time for tomorrow's podcast and instead give you my prize picks predictions for tonight. So let's do that real quick. I'm actually going to do it as we speak so you know that I actually do have skin in the game. So prize picks Thursday night football. Who we got? They've got Taylor Heineke, 239 pass yards. Daniel Jones, 235 pass yards. I'm going the under on Daniel Jones pass yards. Now we've got rush yards. Do I think Antonio Gibson gets 68 rush yards? I think he does. I'm going the over. Do we think Saquon gets 41 rush yards? He'll probably get about that. That's a very low prediction. Price Picks is aware that he's, he's not great anymore. Receiving yards, Antonio Gibson, 18. That is an easy over. An easy over for me. And then receptions. Do we think Logan Thomas gets 4.5 receptions? I think he does. We'll go over on that one as well. So we're going... Over, under on Daniel Jones, 235-yard passing. Over on Antonio Gibson, 68.5 rush yards. Over on Antonio Gibson, receiving yards. And over on Logan Thomas, projected receptions. That is my prediction for prize picks. And I'm going to do the flex play, meaning I can get one wrong and still make money. Oh, no, no, no. I accidentally predicted Antonio Gibson twice. Okay. Okay. So I'm taking Antonio Gibson out of the equation real fast, and I'm gonna do the the receiving yards as the 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 bet, just because that seems like such a safe one. 18.5 receiving yards, he'll easily get that. Alrighty, and I placed my bet, and if I get those right, I make money, and if I get one wrong, I still make money. When you use Prize Picks, use promo code Profit to make your initial deposit, and they will match your deposit 100 up, 100. Up to $100, and you'll automatically be entered to win an autographed Jalen Hurts full sized helmet. So make sure you play prize picks, use that promo code. It helps you win prizes, it helps you get more money, and have fun most of all. It gives you a little skin in each game, and you can always find one, two, three, four, five predictions on there that seem obvious in your head. Gibson, 18 receiving yards. That's a gimme. So go play prize picks today. And as always, thank you for listening to this podcast. And I will be back tomorrow with the last half of the, the week two matchups and the booms and busts. And I will see you all next time.